0: Welcome to another edition of Idiot Ezra, and this week's episode, we're talking Week 10 Reactions, NBA Draft, NBA Trades, and it's me and Mike because Gregory the Human Teddy Graham has got to take care of his business, and also, we talk about our first pick at Thanksgiving, but I have to announce, there hasn't been a Freedom Friday episode because the last one got damaged, and the next two weeks, I'll be... One week, I'll be in Mexico. Number two, I'll be having Thanksgiving with family. And I hope you have a beautiful holiday yourself. But look out for the next sports podcast. Me and Marvin will be dropping a Freedom Friday episode as soon as possible. Hopefully right after Thanksgiving week. And I hope you guys enjoy yourselves. This episode had a blast. Me and Michael, enjoy this one. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Daycare Hopkins. Babies so we're back for another week of idiot ezra and i'm joined only with mike tapp in the building what's What's going on how y'all doing Greg took a week off. He's a family man. The man's got to handle business. So shout out to our boy. Hopefully he'll be back next week.
1: See you next week, Gregory.
0: And you know what? we got to talk about Greg a little bit tonight because of um, the Ravens. But we're not going to do that. We're here dropping another episode just like those charges against DeAndre Baker. Mm -hmm. The Giants first round draft pick that was released because he was charged with arm robbery. Yep. And what makes this crazy, and I want to start off with this, was the South Florida attorney that was representing the three alleged victims was arrested (laughs) for extortion. (laughs) Wow. You know, that's... Like, Mm. you feel fucking bad for DeAndre Baker. It's terrible. Because his career has been derailed because of this. He's got this black mark on him because of this and they tried to extort money from him now we hope that he i guess comes back we don't know all the details i I haven't followed the story but just reading about how this went down is fucked up and i feel bad for the man and hopefully he can get back on track now if you're the giants do you try to resign him just say hey or would you if if you're him would you want to resign with the giants because you're like
1: i would feel some type of way
0: you but, would feel some type of way, right? Oh,
1: definitely, hundred percent. You're that, not even going to hold me down, like for,
0: at least. You're not going to be like understand if the Giants say, "Hey, it's a business. You know how it is. You know, perception out there, PR. You out here robbing motherfuckers. That's what the you know you got arrested for. Right. But that's 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 an issue I've always had with the NFL playing judge and jury. Let the loss, you know, let the system work itself out, and then you can pass down the punishment. Yeah. Or let there be maybe something like a, obviously not an IR slot, but something in the in the clause saying, "Hey, we got to put this player on the side, open up a roster, and maybe they don't get paid, but yeah. they stay, they still have their rights and their contract is activated again once the punishment has been uh, issued or yeah lifted, innocent, whatever the case may be. I think there should be something in that system that helps out and doesn't fuck up careers. Like this. It's just crazy. But today's a big day. This week is the NBA draft. But today was the start of NBA trades. And we already started with a banger. CP, Chris Paul has been traded to the Phoenix Suns. Break it down for us, Mike. I I
1: think it was a great trade. Both sides. But anyway, Chris Paul from OKC, who just got traded there last year, is being traded to the Suns. For Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio, Ty Jerome, and a second in two thousand two two first rounder, also Jalen Luke Lecue is in that trade as well. Just so you, straight up for CP three.
0: So you're loving this for both sides.
1: I like both sides because now OKC okay, is so getting loaded with more picks. Like you get like if you think about it, they got a long they got a young a young guard, a young forward too who could defend, score as well. And they're also getting the now first they, round pick.
0: If you think about it, the way they flip Paul George and Russell Westbrook is just a stroke of genius. I think he controls about eight first round draft picks. In the next few years, and they still have young talent. And is they, they have like young that? talent. Yeah. You freed up cap
1: space. Yeah. It's just. And and then he, the Suns get Chris Paul, which is it, it. Which is what everybody's been talking about with the Suns lately. Like in the last couple of years. They don't have that veteran leader and that guard who can actually run their offense with them. Like they, they're terrible in the half-court offense for the last couple of years. And now Booker gets another
0: game. guy that he can rely on. Exactly. Now he gets a, you know, even though obviously he'll be 37 right. at some point this season, it's just he finally has someone he can share the ball with and trust. Overall, I understand it's a win-win for both teams.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But for me as a fan... Not that I'm a fan of the Suns or the Thunder. Yeah, I'm not really feeling it because I would like to see Chris Paul
1: somewhere more attractive.
0: I would like to see him on the Bucks.
1: Okay, somewhere, somewhere where he has a chance to, to win, win a, a championship, championship. Right.
0: and to alter, you know, the playoff picture. Make but the a difference, Suns, right. like the Suns, I, obviously they were pushing last year. They were competitive last year. They were eight and zero in the in the bubble. In the bubble, so they're gonna make some noise this year. Maybe make a playoff spot. You know, that's the goal. But are they going to alter? Are they going to really do anything? Unless they make another move out of nowhere at the trade deadline, then that possibly will start looking very juicy. Yeah. But right now, I'm like, nah, I would like to see Chris Paul on the fucking Bucks. Yeah. A team like that, that you're missing that piece you believe to bring you over the top. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, can you imagine Chris Paul potentially going back to the, to the, to the Clippers. I don't think that would have been realistic, but right. one of those teams I would have liked to see Chris Paul go to and just bring another conversation like, okay, like it's right now we believe the Bucks are championship contenders, but yeah, how can I say this? Not not too much confidence are into the Bucks.
1: No, not not what the performance is. Even though
0: the Clippers, you know, shitted the bed this past year, I still believe a lot of people are gonna pick the Clippers over the Bucks. And if you come with a championship contender rankings right now, I obviously, you'll probably go with Lakers number one. Uh, yeah,
1: definitely. You got, they're raining. You got to go with
0: Lakers. Who do you go with number two? Uh, it's this,
1: this a struggle because a lot of people forgot about Golden State. But I don't know if I'll put them number two right away, but I think they're up there in the okay. rankings.
0: But there's some new teams this year. Yeah, true. You could put the Golden State Wars back in that conversation. Uh-huh. You don't, like I said, you don't have to put them in number two. The Nets. The Nets, yeah. The Clippers. Clippers. You know? Maybe the maybe the Nuggets because they showed them some things last year and they get another year of growth. Right, and you don't know what moves they're gonna make. I don't want to get too much into the rankings right now, okay. but I'm just saying the Bucks. This is not a lot of confidence. It's a couple less them.
1: before them, right? A couple yeah, West teams just
0: not. Them. It's just not a lot of confidence out of. It. So I would love to have seen Chris Paul to go to one of those teams like that. And the other, this one's a big rumor, and I think Woj actually uh, tweeted out saying that's it. James Harden has officially axed the Rockets. I want out and get me to Brooklyn. Mm. I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. I know you're a Knicks fan and I'm loving. I'm not. Loving. loving I know you you haven't said anything, but I know in your fucking heart it hurts you (laughs) with your Knicks hat on that James (laughs) Harden wants to come to New York and aim for the fucking Knicks. He don't want to go to 34th Street. He wants to go to Atlantic Avenue,
1: Brooklyn, <laughs> oh Brooklyn. God. This is what I'm about to hear. I already have to hear it before. You was going to hear it before. Durant even
0: Brooklyn. played.
1: Before Durant even played, I was hearing the shit. So,
0: how do you, not as a Knicks fan.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, Jeff, just wait. as a NBA fan.
0: Him being paired up with KD, Kyrie Irving.
1: Whew. There's not enough basketball. It's not enough basketball. I think players. that's the
0: biggest concern. Me as a Nets fan, yeah. I was talking to someone the other day. I say the biggest issue would be it's not about so much of how do you share the basketball. Is
1: do they even match? Do they I, even match well? Like,
0: I it's not. It's just I. It's got it. What's going to be really important is chemistry. Yeah, and trust. That's what
1: I'm saying, do they match well?
0: The only good thing is KD and James Harden. I don't know their relationship, but they've played ball together obviously with okay, the sir. with the Thunder. So I think they'll be all right. But who's going to be James Harden right now? Obviously, I think he's he the best showed,
1: play out all three of them because Durant was out.
0: Durant was out. I but that's he might feel like that anyway because yeah. like, yo, I've carried the Rockets right. for the last couple of years. I almost beat I, I
1: almost beat you. Yeah. Almost
0: beat you guys. I'm the closest thing during the the dynasty, besides LeBron winning the three one, yeah, those KD years, those KD years,
1: Rockets were there.
0: It was the Rockets, okay. So James Harden might feel a certain way, but I'm guessing either way. I still think as a Nets fan, this is KD. I mean, this is KD's team.
1: Oh, definitely, definitely. It this is
0: still his team. So I don't know how James Harden. Maybe James Harden realizes that. I don't know that dynamic. There's a lot of worries with that. To me, is the chemistry, the dynamic of whose team is going to be. And all that stuff. And then Kyrie Irving, you know he's that...
1: <laughs> Ball dominant. <laughs> he's that
0: wild card. You never yeah. know. He might say, what the fuck? You're James Harden's here? Yeah. Like, now I'm the number three? Yeah. Like, I came here to be... To team up. To be the 1A. Yeah. Now you're telling me I'm number three? Right, right. So that could be a... It could really blow up in our faces, but you got to take this shot if it's available.
1: You have to, honestly. It's James Harden.
0: It's James Harden, even <laughs> though I feel like I really love the depth of... The Nets. You're going to
1: lose a lot of depth traded for him. And I
0: think we got a lot of depth, especially in the East. You know, you got these guys coming off the bench. You got Spencer Dinwiddie. Mm -hmm. However, you got all these guys that you can incorporate. And if you trade for James Harden, you're going to lose a lot of those pieces. Yeah. And now you're really relying on a three.
1: If you can somehow figure out a way to keep Spencer Dinwiddie or Karis LeVert like, one of the two. Like I If, think, you, if I, you get rid of both but, of them, that would be hard.
0: But if you're the Rockets, you're going to you're, you're gonna want both. You're going to probably get both. You're yeah. probably going to get both. But I'm
1: saying, if they can James figure out Harden a what? to do it.
0: He's a top five player. Yes. Right?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, so, you got to get what you're asking for.
0: You're, you know, if AD, Anthony Davis, you know, the Lakers gave up what they gave up. The Rockets are going to say, hey, this is our franchise guy. Right. He's one of the most marketable guys in the league. Everyone knows who. The beard is. Uh You know what you got to give up here.
1: Yep. Give me everybody except for KD. And Obviously,
0: the leverage (laughs) still might be on the net side in a sense like, hey, your man wants out. So I'm not here to give up my whole roster for you. Yeah. So we'll see how the trade, if it does happen, fold. Because I also heard the rumors that it was the 76ers who also like to go there. Yeah. But the number one destination is the Nets and... Chemistry issues and all that, like I've stated, is my potential worry for that to happen. But you got to make the move if you're this team. You got to make the move, yeah. and I would love to see you guys suffer. Oh my god, I'm so, <laughs> I just love it, man! I remember when you guys what was a two years ago. I mean, create all this cap space and yeah, all that re- stuff. We, we
1: don't worry about we're the side get, of the world. We're gonna get all- <laughs> and one of my boys,
0: Joel Rodriguez. Hopefully, he listens to this. Was. He, talking does, about, he was talking shit about, uh, I wouldn't sign KD. I said, you out of your fucking mind you wouldn't sign KD. He's I don't crazy. give a shit what injury he had or not. By this move right here that James Harden says, I want to be on the Nets, that's because of KD. Yeah. Yeah. Even if KD is a shell of himself, if we land James Harden, we land a franchise guy because if we sign Kevin Durant, he gave us that clout.
1: Yeah. Just
0: because of him. So, Joel, even though you know, I know you're gonna come at me. Yeah. Do what you gotta do. I'm still loving the fucking move, baby. Come come at him, man. Come at me.
1: Everybody comes in. I
0: don't give a shit. If you don't play, you know, (laughs) if Kevin Durant (laughs) averages nine points. Because of him, we have a new swag out here. Now, it doesn't mean we're gonna run New York because I've always said it's going to take a the, whole lot to the, run New York
1: to overthrow the Knicks. Yeah, you got
0: to win a couple championships. And I always said, you know what? I think it was a big throwback. I mean, uh, that holds us back really is actually keeping the name Nets. Right. I always thought they should have changed the name. Synonymous with if you think about it, if you look at their jerseys, they don't say Nets when they come to. It, it says doesn't. Brooklyn.
1: It says Brooklyn, right?
0: And my point is, why would you even rep? Or have the name Nets in there because you're remembering the New Jersey Nets and right. us New Yorkers hold that r- rivalry with New Jersey. Yeah. I wish they would have changed the name. So that's going to take a whole lot, but that's a whole different conversation. Another name in the rumors of the NBA is Russell Westbrook. Where does he end up now? That's the team your Knicks were talking about.
1: Yo, I had an argument with somebody about this, a fellow Knicks fan. I put it up on my IG and I said, listen. I was like, I hope this does not happen. That they better not trade for Russell Westbrook. And he's like, Wow, man, we could we can get people to come to the to the like make ticket sales. I'm like, Well, first off, it's corona. Like, ain't nobody come into the garden to watch the games. (laughs) Anyway, second off, like, why would we want to get Russell Westbrook so we could be like a seventh seed and still suck? Now, Still not go anywhere. Now the thing And I, give up prospects and take away and put us back another couple years that we've already been trying to work towards to get out of.
0: Okay, now let's say how about this? I'm gonna spit it to you like this. What I just say about Kevin Durant giving you, us clout. Yeah.
1: And, and and that was another thing we we talked about. All right, let's say we get Russell Westbrook. Now people might want to match up with him. Who is left that he's played with that's gonna want to play with him that they might go somewhere?
0: Is that even about, that nobody's, that about gonna, who, nobody's gonna
1: nobody's gonna want to go there. No, but like it's the mecca. Yes, but if we're still we still suck, what is that going to do with, for for what our team?
0: Now is? I'm not saying in the sense that he's going to play with someone he played with before, but it might no. be someone else in the league that really respect Russell Westbrook because I know he's got some respect no, around the league.
1: Of course he does. He balls out.
0: But if he is, he goes to New York. He balls out. Let's say they make it to a playoff spot.
1: Yeah, like an eight-seven.
0: Maybe he interjects some energy saying, you know what? I should go over there and fuck with this team.
1: Right. I, but my argue- I mean, I say,
0: do, do you think you might have to take a chance like that? You probably don't because. my, my
1: argument to that is, and, and this, this is just my rebuttal, we're going to get someone else to come, and they're still not going to do anything. Remember, Western Westbrook had Paul George, and he was a, he was still a first round exit. Like, he's, he's not going anywhere with anybody. No. Nope. He's not getting no caliber to be anywhere good. My thing is. We're going to trade Russell Westbrook. We're going to give up, like, sh- assets mm-hmm. for him. And then we're going to get maybe another
0: player to come play with him and still suck. I wonder what the asset, I depending on the assets, the reason I might take a chance – I'm like, listen, I'm not a 100 – I want to see you guys suffer yeah. 100%. I'm that saying one, is – We
1: would suffer with Russell Westbrook, even though we would win games.
0: I'm not saying you would have a success in the sense of going to playoffs, being championship contender – I'm saying maybe he is the catapult for a culture change among the players. Right. That's what I mean. You use him as this quote unquote sacrificial lamb. you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. to bring some energy some maybe some respect among the players because no one fucks with the Knicks when it comes to the players. Kevin Durant never took it. serious. took it seriously. LeBron said, I'm not going there, right. I'm not taking an interview with you guys. I'm not you, fucking even, with you.
1: Yo, know, even Greg Monroe didn't want to come to the Knicks. Like, when, when Greg Monroe, who used to like, like, said he liked the Knicks, to say, no, nah, I'm not siding with them, <laughs> that is a problem. Like, the Knicks, but I think you got to build through the draft. That's all I'm saying.
0: Of course, you definitely got to build through and the it, draft.
1: And our draft is not going to be as valuable if we get, if we're taking a star like Westbrook and trying to win games and not going to go anywhere.
0: With so them. you're 100% behind. I don't want Russell Westbrook. One hundred percent against this. hundred percent against. I'm just I'm Get just
1: wondering more if more power t- to you. Go to the Hornets. <laughs>
0: don't come to the Knicks. <laughs> the Hornets, they need some star power over there. They see that every market has a different situation, I believe. Yeah. And um and I believe the Hornets and I think Russell Westbrook, he's a Jordan guy too. He is
1: a Jordan guy. So that'll be perfect.
0: He brings some energy to that organization. Plus
1: they got a high pick.
0: Sometimes you yeah, they do have a high pick. <laughs> Now, do you want some of those Russell uh, Westbrook traits? I don't know. But the point is here, <laughs> you want to infuse some energy to that franchise, You know, some TV ratings, someone marketable. Yeah. And Russell Westbrook is probably one of the top five, top seven marketable players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. A lot of fans love Russell Westbrook, love the way he plays, his energy, and he can bring that to Charlotte. Right. I also, like,
1: something about the Hornets organization that I realized, like, the, they, they really never have a top ten pick, like, in the past couple drafts where you, you you sit there. I mean, the last one where they had a top ten pick was, like, Kaminsky, I guess, and they missed terribly. But, like, this just shows how great Kemba was. Like, he was able to keep them relevant a little bit towards, like, the end of his career in Charlotte. Like, but which makes me realize, like, now they really suck like how good was Kemba, and then he goes to Boston and he doesn't really do anything. But I think they need some. He was like big Russ. in a
0: couple games. No, where Kemba wasn't. He didn't yeah. suck.
1: No, he didn't suck.
0: So but let's let's relax on that no, a little I didn't bit. Say he
1: suck, I said. He went there and you know he didn't. He it's didn't I, use I, like him, right?
0: every franchise as a, has a feel like has their own unique situation, and every decision doesn't have to be about winning games. I tell people all the time: sports mm. is a business first, right, and. Jordan needs to make some business moves here with the Hornets because he doesn't have the talent or the cap room to push for a championship. So I might push for a guy like Russell Westbrook just to interject some energy into yeah. the franchise. And like I said, maybe the Knicks, like I said, they may have to take a shot just to well, I, so get the players talking. Let me ask
1: you a question. Like if you're, if you're like right now it looks like the the Rockets might be selling at all, at all costs, right? Yeah, they're like, yo, let's just. We got rid of. We got a young. I don't coach, think they no? said. I
0: think the players want out, yeah. and their owner. Uh, I I forgot how to. Uh, I forgot his full name. I, it seems like he's just a strictly businessman. I, I know he owns a bunch of restaurants and he, casinos. Fatetta? Fatetta? I'm not sure what his I name not is. Not the point that. is, he's got some fucking show to Mama, make you a, something billionaire. He's all about business. Yeah, and during the pandemic. He had to take out like a four hundred million dollar loan to keep his businesses open, so he. I think he's bleeding some money, obviously, yeah. And he's worried about the dollar, but he's just alienated James Harden, mm. West Russell Westbrook, and he probably was the one that pushed for West Russell Westbrook to go to Houston. I feel bad for Rockets fans that they're gonna have to deal with this shit, and you lost one of the best general managers, and Daryl. Maury, mm-hmm. now he's with the 76ers. Yep, I don't know. I, I think also what
1: what, it, what really like made it happen like they they signed even though he's not a you know he's a very good basketball mind. Uh, Paul Silas' son, he's a head coach now over there in Houston, and the, these guys are like he's know,
0: gonna we, he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be coaching uh, Spencer Dinwoody. That's what he's gonna be <laughs> coaching. Spencer
1: did and whoever else the Hornets give up because I really hope the Nets.
0: Nets keep Spencer Dinwiddie. I love him as a personality, and he's great off the bench, and he you know he can be a starter in this league. Yeah, these moves, man. And on Wednesday is the NBA draft. Who can't wait? So the Knicks could disappoint me again. You guys, got, you guys got the eighth pick. Like, how much do you, you – I know you guys want a quality starter. That's what you want. The
1: eighth pick is not a terrible pick. You know what it is with this draft, though? It's really, like, three really good players, and then everybody else is kind of like –
0: There's no standout star, really. I think
1: I think there is one, but, like, you know, what can you say?
0: Okay, well, it doesn't matter. They say this is well,
1: – We're not going to get them. When it talks <laughs> about the top-heavy
0: prospects, they say this is one of the weakest drafts for, you know, top-heavy yeah, – it is prospects in recent years
1: it wasn't like yeah it, yeah you're right
0: but you said there's one star who you're talking
1: about i think Lamelo ball is gonna be a freaking star
0: do you think the timberwolves a lot of mock drafts got anthony edwards take going number one do you think ball i should think go number one? i think
1: minnesota should take ball and i'm gonna tell you why i think they should take ball because even though d'angelo is a point he's a he's a Um, actual, he needs to dominate the ball to be successful. I think it's better because he can also shoot off the dribble as well. I think if he works off of LaMelo, they can work off of each other. Also, LaMelo is long. He can guard the one, to two, potentially the three. Anthony Edwards is a smaller two-guard. He could score, but that's not what they're going to need that's going to fit better for that team. I think Minnesota needs to take LaMelo ball.
0: Don't they have a point guard already? Yeah, but that's what
1: I'm saying, though. You can you take LaMelo, you you can start you can start him on defense at the two and then DeAngelo works off of the ball okay. at the two and let LaMelo be the one that makes the decisions from on offense. And then on the defensive end, Mello guards the, the two or you can guard the one or whatever you want to do. With Anthony Edwards, it makes you smaller and, and not as good defensively in the front court.
0: Ball the back court I mean. Is is mocked in a lot of drafts to go number three to the Hornets. And I was talking about marketable stars. He's probably the most famous name in this draft, him and Wiseman. But Ball, you know, because of his, because of his father and his brother, yeah. he's got a name. And what he's you know, he's him playing in, in Europe or Australia. I forgot what the fuck. I think it was Australia, was it? Yeah, Australia. He owns a team out there or something <laughs> Something yeah. now. But the point is, they need him to fall there to give him some star power. Mm-hmm. And at number two, the Warriors, that's the most interest, interesting team yeah, out of the top five to see what they're going to do. Are they going to keep the pick? Are they going to trade them? What's going to go down? Because we all believe, I believe, the Warriors are going to come back to championship contenders because everybody's going to should be healthy and ready to rock. And they get to restock yeah. with a high draft pick also if they decide just to keep it. I think if
1: I'm Golden State, I keep that pick because – these guys are not getting any younger. Obviously, you know they're already up there in age. How many more years they got to run? They're gonna need somebody to run that franchise after these guys are done. You take you keep that pick. You take Wiseman. You can still work into the offense that you have now. It's not taking you back from what you're. You're not missing out on anything. Trading down is what. What I don't know what that would benefit them. Maybe more picks later on, probably. But I don't think you're getting much from what you can if you just take Wiseman at this point. Just take him, let him run center for you, and then you, like with you, Wiggins, the two Splash Brothers, and Draymond. I mean, it's, it doesn't sound like a bad lineup to me. It doesn't sound, and it sounds like it's more. He's at. He's an athletic big man too. He can hit that seventeen, eighteen footer, defend the rim, post up, rebound.
0: It's kind of what they're missing. So you would keep Wiseman. I would keep that pick and take Wiseman. Depending what's what about what's out there? What's really? I'm not sure what's really out there for the Warriors. If you're talking about a big man to protect the rim. I I like the Wiseman move to keep him because, one, you're tied up big time financially for years to come. Too. And you need someone to hold down the rain after the Curry, you know, rain is over. Right. So I like that move in a sense of keeping him because you're building, you're still playing for the now, and you got someone for the future after these guys get up there in age and, and past their prime. And hopefully if he progresses fast enough, carry them. Yeah. Because they're going to carry him this year and probably next year. Now your Knicks got the eighth pick. We're not going to go through the whole draft. Yeah. We're
1: not. Who cares about every team?
0: <laughs> <laughs> your Knicks got the eighth pick. I love it. I love how the fucking lottery ball fell. It's terrible. terrible. You guys get uh. a, <laughs> Terrible back end in the top ten. Who are you looking at? Who you projecting? Who would you want at the eighth pick?
1: Um, this is a point guard driven league. Your team goes by what your guard can do, and I think we need to take a point guard. Um, we got R.J. Barrett. You know, we could work with do that little tandem. We could work with them together. I like uh, Tyrese uh, Halliburton. I like him a lot, actually, for where we at right now. I didn't like him originally, but the spot we in if he falls to us because there's the wild card Detroit saying they might take him, Atlanta might take him, but only because he can work off the ball as well play the two because he's long he's linking he's long enough to do that he can shoot it's not very well with creating his own shot but he can shoot and he can also create he can create shot for others.
0: Well, right here and um, NBCSports.com they have him mocked at number seven to the Detroit Pistons. And they're talking about your boy. They said the Pistons get a brilliant young playmaker, like you mentioned, and which affords any Ainge the opportunity to swap in and try to pluck Derrick Rose for a late first round pick. Uh, this is him, whoever wrote right. this article. Right. Trying to see if some trades are gonna happen from this. And at the eighth pick.
1: This is this was my number two. Like if if we can't get Halliburton first, I like Vessel. I like Vassell. Right behind him because all for the same things. The only thing is he he's a good he's a good two way player though. That that's one thing that they talk about with him, that he's one of the top two way players in, in the actual draft. And he's 6'7". six seven, he's he can play the two, he can play the three, but I I like him because of that. I like him because of that because you can never have enough of those type of players to make your team successful. A well, three and D player.
0: Well, since I'm we don't know what the trade is gonna be for James Harden as of now, the Nets had the nineteenth pick in the draft. And we recently just I mean, I think today we just traded for Bruce Brown. Yep. To me he was a he's a versatile defender at the at the wing. I like it because I I feel like we're obviously gonna need some defenders, some people that know their role with this Nets team mm-hmm. this year. To me that frees up I would like for them to go after a project. A guy with high potential. There's a name I can't pronounce. <laughs> 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 Did you would you like to take a, a shot at this?
1: Alright, hold on, let me look at it.
0: Al, Alfski, I don't use. I can't even pronounce Al- English. Say I
1: would say I would say is his first name,
0: and last
1: name is Poki 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 Ooh, I did it.
0: Seven footer, Did I kill that. I don't. You probably did kill it. I don't even know. I don't even know. killed that. I don't know if you're correct or not correct, but they are saying this guy has high potential. He's uh you know, NBC Sports, I'm gonna go off of them right now, say maybe the toughest guy in the draft to judge, has so much upside being a seven footer with nearly unlimited range, but he's so outrageously thin that he makes <laughs> other people look like Ivan Drago. Huh. <laughs> so that's one name. Des was it Desmond Bain, six foot six, small as a, forward.
1: As a homie what uh what school did he go to? T was it TCU?
0: Yeah, Yeah. TCU. Okay, can shoot the ball, and we have a guy in Joe Harris who's very underrated who can shoot the ball. Lights out. Hopefully, we resign him. If not, this is a guy that may be slotted right there at the nineteenth pick to potentially offset a guy like Joe Harris. I hope we can get them both. Two shooters like that. Can you imagine Kevin Durant? I we will have insane shooters if we were to get a guy like we were to resign Joe Harris and then draft bane and that's just a just just a gangster name you know bane because of batman yeah. it's a great name
1: yeah but is it better than poki seski <laughs> Pol-
0: <laughs> no, i don't know poki poku i think poku seski
1: seski poku poku seski poku i think that's exactly how you say it
0: poku seski
1: poku seski
0: okay uh we're probably well i Pol- you i believe in you <laughs> a lot more than me when it comes to <laughs> pronouncing and reading. <laughs> <laughs> I think we hit that on the nose though. GD grad over here all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's been, this is one of the most uneventful drafts
1: because of the, yeah, the name,
0: because of the prospects. Right. Maybe it might light a fire because of some trades. And like I said, today is the start of it. Maybe Wednesday we'll get a lot more trades. We'll see what happens with James Harden, Russell Westbrook, maybe some other names who do you think might get traded in this offseason? season? Obalem Depot,
1: Oladipo, Depot wants out too. He talked about it already.
0: Well, they was the other day. He said, "No, I never said I want. I never spoke to other players that I want to be traded." He was telling people. He was telling coaches from other teams. That, that I heard he was telling other players, "Like, yo, tell them to to, to yo, trade yo, for yo, me." Hit my line. The point is, he might be a guy that might potentially be on the. Not on the block, but they might move him because of this. But one of the teams was New York, the Knicks. He said that. To one That's of the one players. guy the Knicks should get because he's
1: young. He is. He's young. He, I, I, but like, what do you? What do you? Plus, he was hurt last year, so maybe they
0: won't really ask for too much. I, I wouldn't be upset if we get all the deep. But the type of player he could be, it might not. You might not have to spend a whole lot to get him. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going to be giving up. I would imagine some Paul George Hall. Now, right. I am not giving that up for him because. You get him, who else are you going to get after that? Right, and, and that's another thing. Like, So
1: remember we talked about pairing up? Would it be a re- reunion if Russ goes to New York and, it's nut- and then it get people right next to him like they did before? See, this is what I'm nervous about. You get those
0: two Let's no, 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 see so you get those two players. Let's just say. Okay. Now, once again, I don't believe they'll be among the best and they'll be dangerous.
1: Wouldn't it be a fun team? I seen that already. It's called OKC when they were together and they didn't do much. They didn't <laughs> do much, but they had a
0: fun but they were a team. They were
1: fun to watch, yeah.
0: The Knicks haven't had fun. And
1: no, I haven't had fun. I don't care what they do on the court. They make make me have fun. Dunk on somebody or some shit. That's what I'm saying. But they not do, not even that. Like it hasn't been like that for years. And and I, I would have fun watching them, of course. Who who wouldn't have fun watching Russell Westbrook play basketball on your team?
0: And let me just set in stone right now. The Knicks need to just tank, get draft picks. That's exactly what I'm saying. And just, I've always said, you owe an NBA. If you're you're talking strictly winning games, you either want to be great or at the bottom. You do never, ever want to be in the middle. The middle fucks you over for years. It gets the fans, you know, a little off center when it comes to expectations. It's like, I give like the Atlanta Hawks, remember the, the Joe, the Joe Johnson Atlanta Hawks with Al Horford. Right. Yep,
1: yep. Uh, Al Josh Al Hor- Smith. Al Horford. Uh,
0: was it Josh Smith?
1: I think I think they had Millsap. It was Al Horford Millsap? Joe Johnson, Jeff Teague, Kyle Korver.
0: Was it? Jo- was, was the guy that used to dunk crazy? Was it wasn't Josh Smith. That's it. Name? Was Josh Smith? He was. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he was yeah. part of that Atlanta Hawks. I'm just saying they were a middle. They were. They won games. Yeah, they made it to the playoffs, but they. they didn't, but they, they were never championship contenders. Right. And maybe that's probably a high end on middle. Middle teams, it's just bad to be a middle team in the NBA. So you want to be really good, obviously, or you really want to be bad. I've been been saying it for years. For years. For years, okay? Way before <laughs> Hanky did, uh, did it with the uh, the 76ers. For years. Okay, years. Years. I'm you saying, want to you be built through the draft. Always. I'm if you only built to the draft. I am just talking about devil's advocate here. You know, give some fun to these fans because the Knicks haven't experienced that. I feel like the last time maybe when the fifty four win mellow team
1: Well, we have fun when we had Chris Topps in the beginning. We still had Mellow.
0: You really didn't have fun. You guys didn't do shit. I
1: had mad fun watching Chris I Thomas, had boy. fun
0: when you guys traded him, which was uh lovely that he wanted won- to. That he wanted out. That was amazing. It made me feel oh, so good.
1: Man. My you,
0: God. I like I love watching you guys suffer. I really do. This
1: is incredible. I don't understand uh, how we trade for somebody who we could have drafted. <laughs> Why are we going <laughs> to trade for somebody
0: we could have drafted? But, okay, before we move on from the draft, we've got to talk about another thing in the draft. What is your first pick to Thanksgiving? What is your first food pick? Ooh. All right, if I'm, if I'm, obviously, besides turkey. What do you mean, besides, if this turkeys, your number one, that's it. Go ahead nah, with turkey. I don't know I
1: mean. Turkeys are right. But if you don't got no cranberry sauce, then the turkey's not all that. You know what I'm saying? But, and you quote me on that, it might be my my most uh, hated pick uh, version of, like, what should be the best thing in the plate. Anyway, you, I'm looking, and I'm like, where the mac and cheese at? I'm looking for some mac and cheese. I'm, I want that on my plate first. And what kind of skill set you on your mac and cheese? Oh come on, that, that baby got to be crusty. The top of the thing got to be crusty.
0: I've had some like breaded mac and cheese before, That's or something good. that was a banger. That's but okay, <laughs> so I want a little bready on my mac and cheese. All that kind of skill set is that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe mix it up with the cheeses too. Like I want you to go a yeah, little like exotic, a four, cheese,
1: a four cheese mac cheese. I would I like. That. I would
0: like the, some exotic. Let's get a four cheese mac cheese. Some foreign, yeah. unique mac cheese. I'm just saying. I like you that. You can't go wrong with a classic. Nope. But, you know, it's Thanksgiving. Go give me a little extra with it. What you feel? But, but your number one pick is mac and cheese? Mac and cheese. If it, mac and cheese is there, I'm honestly, that's what I'm putting on my plate first, the mac and cheese. Now, if you're asking me, okay, first I want to say turkey's overrated as fuck. See? See? Overrated See? as fuck. They got to have, a like, sub to put it to make it juicy. It's just, it's usually dry as hell. As hell.
1: It's not cut right. It's
0: overrated. It, like, it wouldn't be, like, if I had a draft board of Thanksgiving, Pickings top ten? No, it not wouldn't be. I would 10? remove it. I would remove it. You would, it wouldn't even be part of. your I'd be like, gambling. yo, get that shit out of the war room. Get that <laughs> shit out of it. Remove it from the board. It'll Listen, be like it It'll be this. a red marker over turkey. Person is, this person, this I eat is turkey, good. but it's overrated, flavorless. <laughs> you got <eat. laughs> no yeah. swag. Nah,
1: no nothing. Swag. It's not. It's they, not they, a playmaker.
0: Literally, it doesn't make anybody around. Literally, it no juices flowing. <laughs> literally, no juices flowing. I want it off the thing. I may, <laughs> I may trade my pick. I just might say if you
1: sitting there and turkey's there at the
0: lit, and like turkey's no. There. If I, I'm telling, I'm just oh, like trade your pick and get and 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 I le- I, trade and, and down. I And I'm talking about traditional, I guess, quote unquote traditional. Yeah, Thanksgiving pickings. You know, I now if I can go out of the box, then that might be a different story. But overall, I may trade it and say, hey, you know what? You take the <laughs> – you get the first pick. <laughs> Give me – you know, I let me pick the dessert at Christmas, at another holiday or oh, something okay. like that. And usually I've never – not never. I haven't been able to enjoy Thanksgiving over the years because – the industry I've been in In a hospitality When I was in a, The post office yeah. Those have been My professions work. Over the years And I had to work On fucking Thanksgiving mm-hmm. And it bothered me Because I wasn't With family But when it came To the food Overall Now I don't want to. I, now I don't want People to be like Well your family Made some shitty food Then well, I don't, if you're not Really <laughs> feeling this right, right 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 100% I'm just talking About the traditional Now if we go Outside the box I may I may hit you With some hitters But I may trade the I may trade the pick, but if
1: you had to, if you sitting there, you got to take that pick.
0: All right, who if you I had, taking? Okay, oh man, I'm, who you taking? Well, you know, Turkey's a little
1: overrated. The skill set, the Turkey doesn't make anybody around it better. So we might have to get, we might not even take that person.
0: Okay, um, okay, wow. If I had to t- take it, mac and cheese, like I said, if it's Solid. if it's well done, we'll, we'll be a contender. Yeah. a contender.
1: I think that's what I look for when I go to a place to eat. Who, who made mac and cheese? Who
0: made mac and A good mashed potato. Ooh.
1: What about a sweet? Ooh, what about some candy yams? Ooh, some
0: yams, kid. Oh, man. I,
1: oh. I I bangs with yams.
0: You bangs with yams?
1: I bangs with them hard.
0: Not, oh, I don't, I don't.
1: I, sweet mashed potato, kind of the same thing, candy yams. I've never mashed.
0: had sweet mashed potatoes. No? And I think uh, sweet, I, I said this the other day to you, uh, sweet potato french fries, ooh, or sweet yeah. potato fries. hmm you know, yep. I think is better than regular fries nowadays. Yeah, I like some greens too. I like like spinach, okay, string beans. I There's really some, do like those kind of things. So, like some cream something spinach. like that. If they hook it up, this one right here. I said green bean casserole, with onion rings. I've never seen that on the I've side. I've never seen that. I've never seen that.
1: So you're doing all this clicking, but you're not telling me which. Okay, one you're I'm, going,
0: I, I'm going. I'm gonna go with. Since you went with mac and cheese, and I'll probably be at the table with you, I'm going with the mashed potatoes. But Those two right there, I'm yeah. good with that combo. But so overall, like I said, I would trade the pick.
1: What about So if you're going mashed potatoes, you're not going potato salad?
0: No, I don't like potato salad. You don't no. like potato salad? nah. No, no. Not even like Dominican nope. potato salad? Nope, don't like potato salad. No? I'm not a potato, I'm not a, no.
1: Wow. Any kind
0: of, usually any kind of salad. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you put in front of it I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Any salad Not any I salad don't... I can eat some salads Like I gotta oh. make my own right, custom right. salad Like to be honest If I go to my, my my favorite deli spot That makes salads I'll get me a spinach salad Okay uh, I'll get pico de gallo Okay Mushrooms Black olives um, su- Sunny dried tomatoes Okay with some, pe- with some pesto chicken Salt, pepper, oil, vinegar. Okay. that's what I, That would be my... That thing, I create that, my own is salad. That deli,
1: is that deli over right now? We should go right after this.
0: Was, deli's <laughs> always open. It's 24 hours. So Tasty so, picks so, right on Gun Hill. We out. Check it out if you're in the Bronx. We out. 24. I'm, I'm always there like 3 in the morning because... <laughs> Nowadays it's usually the only thing open.
1: All I'm saying is you get you at three of the morning, you should have been. Unwary, right here, because we're you we're, we're streaming lady.
0: live she on the like Twitch shit. at idiot Ezra. Unwary wrote in the chat, he said yams and mashed potatoes, that's my first plate.
1: Okay, that's a good even one. though
0: that's cheating. He put two you in gonna,
1: one. You gonna put you gonna put you got to put two of those and one?
0: So I mean, I'ma to I'm say he I'm gonna say he put yams. Put yams. I just put yams in. And now we're gonna talk about some week ten right after this commercial break, baby. If you're wondering why I got this smooth ass beat and voice on, it's because I want to take the time and talk to you. That I'm always available if you wanna to talk to me. And all you gotta do is just get on your phone, get on your computer, and just tap a little keys here and now. Just put in idiot Ezra on the Twitter. On the Instagram And if you need a little bit more in your life Of Ezra all you gotta do is go on Twitch For some live gaming streams Live recordings of the podcast Sometimes I upload on YouTube too And I said too Too much in that sentence But that's what you get here On Idiot Ezra So Thank you for your time And I hope we can connect Converse You tell me what the hell you think about this commercial. There's only one way you can do that. That's follow me on Idiot Ezra on Twitter and Instagram. Let's get back to the show. All right, with some self-promotion, check out the Idiot Ezra Instagram and Twitter. And, you know, follow me everywhere. Come on, guys. I need the support. Come on. Now we're going to talk some NFL. And I got to talk about immediately about Daycare Hopkins. And the reason I call him Daycare Hopkins is he babied the fuck out of your bills oh <laughs> for that game God. winner. But I'm mad at him because he took away the nickname I gave to yeah, Tyler you. Murray. I called him Migraine Murray because he get he's a headache to defenses. Now his name is Hail Man. Murray.
1: It's a solid nickname.
0: <laughs> but why is he getting a nickname? It was daycare Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> that baby, these motherfuckers. Yeah, what?
1: but if you watch the play, he <laughs> broke free.
0: He made an cr- incredible, made play incredible play too. throw, yeah, too. Did. But what was more incredible out of
1: that play? Oh, Of course, it's the, it's the catch, baby and three guys. Two, you of them, two of them all pro
0: players. So now that I lost on on my Green Murray, I'm be the only person now to call him that mm-hmm. because everybody's going to call him Hale Murray, which pisses me off. I just <laughs> gave him the name last week that he needed a nickname.
1: You should have waited.
0: No, I didn't wait. I wanted to be the first. And it's over. I'm declaring DeAndre Hopkins to daycare Hopkins, okay? Because it's open for business, <laughs> and he's babying. <laughs> he's taking care of these cornerbacks. No, that oh, was so. You don't like that one. Well, you don't like day. Well, I, I know it's, I it's hurting like, you. Luke. I don't like. He already got a nickname. You don't give him another nickname. What's his nickname? It's Nuck. Nuck. I don't like you. You feel Nuck. You ever called him Nuck? No never, one's ever called him
1: Nuck. I call him D Hop.
0: D Hop, I fear that you know that's D-hop. people being lazy. True, daycare Hopkins. That's just that's- holla at me, please, DeAndre. Come on, nah, man. Let me know if you like daycare Hopkins. I think it's a very lovely. I, you know, my nickname is bangers. My Green Murray, daycare Hopkins. I think that should be a thing. <laughs> I don't think you want to combine the two. You probably are if you work there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you
0: probably anyway. But um your bills that must hurt.
1: Yo we we were actually together. and I didn't know about this until they like somebody hit me up like Joel he's like yo sorry about what happened. I'm like oi what happened? And he's like hell Mary. I'm like what? I go to look and I literally watched it like 40 46 times in a row. I couldn't believe
0: it. He's like how you who doesn't know the ball's going to Hopkins in the end zone instead of going up Two wins on the division and the win column. Now you're a half game, one win ahead of the win column of the Dolphins because of that play. We're, yeah, I know it hurts. It hurts,
1: and, and then we do. And we played the Dolphins week seventeen, so that could potentially be we're up. A, we're up a game and a half. It could be for the, it could for the division, and when it dirt. comes,
0: well, we're going to talk about in a moment. Okay, the AFC. Is tight right now, and I think we'll, we'll 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 segue into that. Yeah, the race for three in the AFC. When I'm talking about the three wild card spots, there's six teams with six wins. Mm-hmm. That is the Dolphins, Ravens, Browns, Titans. I'm gonna put Colts, even though they're division leaders, and the Raiders. And there's only three six win teams in the wild card column. In the NFC. So the AFC is a dogfight right now for those final three spots. And I think if you don't win your division, it's not going to be a gimme to take a wild card. Yep, This hurts the Bills. I won't say too much because, like I said, they're still up on their division. But now you got the, the Dolphins one game back. And now with the Patriots beating the Ravens, they're two games, I mean, they're three games back now of the win column. Now, I, I don't think you should really worry about the Patriots too much, but in some ways you have to. because
1: Bill Belichick, I always worry.
0: You, yeah, you got to worry about Bill <laughs> Belichick. And I was looking at quality wins and quality losses among, you know, a lot of the teams in the NFL, and the Patriots got some nice quality wins. This season, even though they only got four, that their struggles is their offense. And they've played down to a lot of teams this year. The Patriots could easily have six wins if they didn't play down to their competition this year. I don't uh, I have to pull up the exact ones they got The, the the Patriots, the Patriots, because I didn't really include them when I wrote this down. Gotcha. Because I'm worried about the six teams and my power five, because last week I had. Number five, the Packers. Number four, the Saints. Number three, the Ravens. Number two, the Chiefs. Number one, the Steelers. This week, that's it. Throw it out the window. We gotta- Get rid of it. Number five, who did I remove? I dropped the Ravens out of my top five. Mm. Packers at five still. Bills. Beefalo. Number four, even on a loss. Number four, because of their quality of wins. Number three, the Saints. I moved them up. Saints. I mean the the Chiefs two Steelers one and the reason why I moved up the Bills that was a tough loss they got four quality wins in my opinion they beat the Dolphins Rams Raiders and Seahawks and their only losses are to three winning teams yeah. Chiefs Titans Cardinals so that's why in my Power Five I got the Bills moved up and I really if you no one's really talking about the Bills. So much and another Still. team, no one's really talking about the Raiders, I mean the Rams either. And they, you know, took a hit on the Seahawks this past weekend also. And that team, you know, if Russell Westbrook is not on point. Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson. I said Westbrook again? He did. Yeah, see, I kept saying his name before. <laughs> you know, how you know how it is. Yeah. But the point is, if he's not on point, this team it can't really win without him. And especially if you have injuries that with Chris Carson. Yeah,
1: if they can't run the ball consistently, then they just... You're gonna, relying
0: on him way too much. Yeah,
1: and you already rely, rely on him a lot.
0: So, I don't know. This Just that, that loss really hurts. But, like I said, I took the Ravens out of my, my top power five. And that's one of the things I want to talk about. The Patriots broke the Ravens' NFL record of 31 straight, 20-point game streak. At least... Scoring twenty points, they broke that streak. Are we concerned about the Ravens? Should we officially get worried about them?
1: Um, nah, man, it, they had an off game, but also, like, I'm, you know, unfortunately, Greg's not here. But I was, re- I'll be really curious to hear what he has to say now about that whole Lamar Jackson. <laughs> thing. And this whole week, there's <laughs> been
0: conversations on a lot of networks about they were comparing Lamar Jackson to uh, My Green Murray. Hmm. Watch it. Watch I'm gonna it. Laugh I'm, I'm going to
1: laugh every time you say it. Because no one's going <laughs> to. Because it's like nobody cares.
0: <laughs> I care. That's the only person that matters to me. Okay. The point is, they've been comparing him all week and everybody's been picking Murray, which I would too. I don't think that's a bad comparison. Anyway. Yeah. And in a sense, like it's not a bad argument. And if you're going to say Murray, hey, whatever, we know he's better with the arm when it comes to passing the ball. Right. And he's probably as good as Lamar Jackson when it comes to running the ball. Now, like I said, you had the argument that the Ravens have been a different team with Lamar Jackson. And in a lot of ways, I feel like they still haven't unleashed them And But each week, it's starting to worry me. Maybe this is what it is. But ever since Greg made the argument to quote-unquote trade, he would trade Lamar Jackson if hypothetical if you know he could go to if they could pick up trevor lawrence i gains like a little inch these last couple weeks yeah. but overall we still were not on that wave no definitely at all
1: not. definitely not
0: and so I, greg just want to give you i just want to give you a shout out for like an inch an inch
1: nope because you give him an inch he's gonna take a yard
0: well we know that <laughs> but they, we're not gonna give him a yard we're just an inch because lamar jacks and the ravens offense ha- it's been a disappointment. They have been inconsistent. They didn't have the running game overall. Their strong Raven running game against the Patriots. So it's more indicative. Are we worried about the? So you is is it more indicative that we should start worrying about the Patriots coming back a little bit or the Ravens?
1: Nah, it's losing it. It's I've said it. Like you always got to worry about Bill Belichick and the Patriots. So it's definitely the Patriots. He game plan
0: for what what exactly they were going to do. And what I said was. Maybe two three weeks ago, once Harris had that that big game, I said, I think Bill Belichick is starting to realize you got to run the fucking ball. Yeah, you got to give your playmakers the ball. Harris, he had once again had over a hundred yards mm-hmm. rushing, and Rex Burkhead had a big game too. Yep. I think he's realizing my running backs is my bread and butter. Cam Newton running the ball, play action is my bread and butter. I you know I think the Patriots have figured out this is my offense. Let's run the ball. Let's control the game. Let's control physically, and let's control on defense. So I think people need to start worrying about the Patriots again.
1: Yep. They might sneak in, and they're four or five. They might sneak in and take I, a playoff. I spot. don't
0: know. I might be a little too. A lot of stuff needs to happen. They only
1: two. They only two games. I'm not in, a lo- in the losing. Yeah, comment.
0: I'm not. I'm not going to write them off. I'm right. not, I'm t- obviously, I'm not going to write them off. I'm saying there's a lot needs to happen. Yes, yeah, true. I am not here to go on a, the bandwagon. Some all day, the Patriots. They're going to go to the playoffs. Now, would it shock the world that they made the playoffs? I would be somewhat shocked, yeah. But would I be like, wow, didn't see that coming? No, I'm not going to go that far. Because it is Bill Belichick, it is the Patriots, and he's figuring out. Listen, just because Brady's not there anymore and I shit it on him, for not having Brady and not keeping Brady and he fu- he fucked up that move. He fucked up by not keeping Brady. Yep. You should have ride a died with Brady. It's still Bel- Belichick. You still the <laughs> fucking died Super Bowl. He knows what he's doing. Okay. He knows what the fuck he's doing. He was gonna write this ship at some point. And you you gotta trust in the man that has got six he's got more than six Super Bowl rings. He's got six Super Bowl rings as a head coach. Yeah. So that's my thing. Buccaneers bounce back, smack, (laughs) destroy the Panthers. The Panthers, who are a very solid team. They're not a, they're no slouches. Yeah, they're not a pushover team. They're not a pushover at all. Yeah. They drop over 40 points. They're three receivers. You know, we're talking about Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, now AB, over 60 plus yards. I think, what, three touchdowns among them? Yeah. Could this become the league's best offense once this chemistry and the health is there?
1: Potentially, yeah. But definitely. Plus, if Ronald Jones is running the way that Ronald Jones ran, (laughs) I I don't see – you're going to have to really rely – like, even if you can't stop their offense, your offense needs to be able to put up points versus their defense. It's going to be hard when they actually put that chemistry together, when they actually put that team, work out that offense, have a good – run to to pass ratio they're going to be deadly man
0: that obviously they have the weapons yeah you know if if you want to pick the th- three receivers from one team i imagine everybody's going to say the buccaneers one or two yeah who 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 else comes there maybe the, i mean the cowboys you would go maybe number 1 even then, I want the Buccaneers three.
1: But you mean, like, if you have three receivers, like, what would you rank the, the them? Leagues, the league's, the leagues, like, teams. Trio of wide trio. receivers. I can't even really name you a bunch of teams that have a third receiver. Like, can you name, like, a bunch of teams that have a third receiver?
0: Probably not, but I know Cowboys is one of them. Yeah, Cowboys is one.
1: That's true. But then, are they, like, Gallup is, like... The,
0: the Texans th- got three, but, you know, no one's going to put them up there with the Cowboys and...
1: right. And that's that's what I'm saying. We're we're reaching now. You know what I'm saying? We're like, oh, they got three. We could put this here. Oh, um, nah. But they got rid of they already cooks. I was gonna say that the Rams they already cooked. Well, yeah, oh, they, the
0: Rams got two good ones. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I'm going with the Buck. Obviously, I'm going with the Buccaneers. Oh, for sure,
1: the Bucks. Yeah.
0: Even if you could think of another team, the Bucks have the Chiefs. They got the size. They got a slot guy. They got yeah. they they have. These three deadly wide receivers—they can run the ball, they can be physical, and they got Tom Brady. They got Grunk. This can become the league's best offense. Yeah, they, they have the bucks. weapons to become that.
1: Yeah.
0: On where he just wrote in the chat, he said no. They still have too much to clean up. That's chemistry. I think they need to clean up. Yeah.
1: they, once they, they need to clean up. Trouble. They need to
0: clean up you know, penalties. They need to clean up their act. Even if they don't clean up their act when it comes to penalties. These guys can make it up.
1: Yeah.
0: They have big play potential. Antonio Brown when he gets his legs back, and you know what? That might be Brady's favorite target, maybe. Maybe, oh, he I loves don't know. throwing to that guy. When it comes to the red zone is Mike Evans. Yeah. He he knows who to look for in the red zone. It's Mike Evans and Gronk. But in the middle of the field, but he loves throwing to Antonio Brown. The Bucs have the league's best off. Do I think are would I still like I said? They're not even in my Power Five right now. They're not in my Power Five, even though the, if they put it together, they could be easily be in the top five. Okay,
1: it's just that, that their defense is so wishy washy. Like they're good one week, they're terrible the next.
0: And I've stated before, Same I can with see, their offense. I can see them losing in the first. I can see them going to the Super Bowl. You're right. I can see them beating the Packers, who are in my top five. I can see them beating the Saints. I think that's going to be their toughest challenge, are the Saints. And I think that's the team you have to run through in the NFC. But the Bucks are fucking dangerous. That's the point of this. And speaking about Saints, you know, Drew Brees, you he heard his ribs. Jameis Winston came in. You know, he was a little erratic at some points. But officially, he had no turnovers. Had a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Led him to a field goal. He might... They haven't announced it, but he'll potentially... Be the starting quarterback if Drew Brees loses some time.
1: Well, he, I think he's gonna be out. You heard about the whole like the whole full report.
0: Well, they they haven't officially. I
1: heard I heard Adam Scheffler said something like that that he like had a punctured lung or some shit like that.
0: So he might be a couple weeks.
1: Uh, yeah, he's like his lungs messed up. Like the the rib, the crack rib, like actually hit his lung. That's what they're worried about. Like he's gonna be out for a little bit.
0: Do you believe the Saints will be all right without Drew Brees?
1: I mean, Jameis Winston's no slouch. But he just turns the ball over a lot.
0: Well, that's one thing. This is the reason why. But
1: you got Camaro, so just run it.
0: <laughs> well, I was going to say, this is the reason why you have Sean Payton. And I believe he, this is one of the, this is this credit to Winston. He went, because once he didn't see, he didn't have a starting job, which is a travel scene. I went off on it on fucking April. How could you not? The guy had 5,000 yards passing. <laughs> it's incredible. I think he led the league in touchdowns. He led the league in he, touchdowns. He led also, the
1: league in but he also Passing led the, league, and, and too. He led the <laughs> league in a lot of things. We know this, good and bad.
0: The point is, this guy should have been a starter in this league. Yes. And a lot of different teams. Yes. Uh, Bears. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever. I'm, that's a different story. Fuck yeah. out of here, Bears. Yeah. You ain't shit. Um, <laughs> I, he's no slouch, but he went to the Saints because he said it's the Harvard school of QBs. Gotcha. Yep. You see Teddy Bridgewater, what he's doing with the Panthers. This He wanted to go here to learn, hey, to cut down my – my erratic play when it comes to turnovers. Yep. I think they'll be all right. And like you said, you already said the key name Kamara. They have Kamara. Sean Payton is going to say, hey, this, well, this is what our offense could run through if we needed to be, right." which did a lot of part of the first half of this season. Kamara can carry this team offensively. Mm-hmm. And you got, like I said, you got Michael Thomas back. And if you need to put up points, Jameis Winston could put up points. Obviously, he can do a lot of other things, yeah. but I think they'll be all right. Yeah. And I think Sean Payton will game plan for that, too, to not put him in that situation too much to ask, hey, carry us, or, you know, go th- drop 30 points. He's probably going to tell him, hey, take it easy. Don't worry. We got this shit. You got Kamara. You got Michael Thomas. You know, you got these weapons. They can help you out, even though he had weapons on the Buccaneers. Yep. But it was a different, you know, Bruce Arians likes to, you know, we're going to go take that shit down the field. We're gonna be very aggressive. I don't think Sean Payton needs to be. He obviously he can be, and when he wants to be, and he's a great offensive mind. It so has been for a long time. I think he knows when to scale it back a little bit. And I think that's what he's gonna do with Winston slash Hill because you know Hill's gonna get his, you know, touches at quarterback, running back, right. tight end, you know, uh, concession stand. Huh. You know. <laughs> Water boy towel man netflix documentary he does it all right. he does it at yeah. only fans i've oh, you know, subscribed shit. for three months now <laughs> that man's ripped <laughs> have you seen his instagram i have not hey, that's at the point here <laughs> <laughs> now i'm intrigued <laughs> but but like i said that's my number three on my power five and i want to also talk about week 10 rams is it time they deserve some damn respect
1: i've been talking about the rams man i told you they're good you said you said the best division of football is the who?
0: Well, I said the NFC North.
1: Yeah. And, no, North, North. North. and I'll tell you it was the NFC West.
0: Well, I, I wasn't arguing with you about the NFC West too much either. I told you, they, you know, to me, they're the second best division. Right. And I just, if the 49ers were healthy, I think would, you know, I would totally agree with you on board 100%. The Rams deserve
1: they're good, some
0: man. respect. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say that some respect. Wow. Obviously, they got a superstar on the defensive end. They got a good offense. They're kind of balanced, you know. They got a star player in the secondary. They're balanced, you know. Yeah. They're not what they were a couple years ago. They've lost a lot of talent when they went to the Super Bowl, but they got a good coach and they're balanced. I I like the Rams. I just they're, saying they're
1: a solid team.
0: They're, they're nice. They're very nice. You want to give them a hug. Okay. What's their? What's their I want to give them that? a hug. I don't want to love them.
1: Okay.
0: I want to give them a hug.
1: Just a quick little hug. I here. just don't.
0: I just don't love them. Okay. That's all. A nice little Facebook like.
1: You don't love them.
0: But they deserve to be spoken about just a little bit more because no one's. They've been going under the radar a lot this season. And I was talking about quality wins. To me, this is their second quality win. And I don't know if you can even give them the first one. They beat the Bears and Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Those are my two quality wins, and their quality loss. I say they lost to the Dolphins and Bills. Bears at this point, they've lost three. Is it three straight with Nick yeah, Foles? Yeah, at, yep. They were five and one. Now they're five and four. Um, I said I didn't like the switch. I wasn't feeling the Nick Foles thing. I know Mitch is not. You know. What Was your over on the week? I what said week it? nine. He should have been out. That he would be out?
1: Yeah.
0: I say he's riding to the rest of the year. Tonight is going to be a big game. Why? Why would you ride him to the rest of the year? He hasn't fucking done anything. No, he
1: hasn't. But what I'm saying is what Mac Nagy did was, was pretty much say, I'm making this move, and I got to stick with it. He he, he, he looks doesn't like have a, to. He ha- he looks like a total idiot for taking away somebody when they were 3-1 and one to to bench him to take put him to another yeah, person.
0: Listen, he looks like a total idiot. If, if he he's gonna it. get fucking fired if this team don't make it to the playoffs, that's it. It's
1: not looking good for them.
0: He's not. He's not. He's not gonna have a job. I don't care how I look. Come on, Mitch. I'm sorry. you, you but I. You know how I would like. I will hug the Rams. He needs to do a little bit more, Mitch. Mitch. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I fucked up. Just like a relationship. I fucked up. I need to do better. Do you think I they will get do him better? Spot? Huh? If, if
1: they put him in, you think they get him a, He gets him a playoff spot.
0: I'm. He's. I'm not saying he
1: will. Who's a better option, him or Nicole? I'm going with Mitch. Mitch is a better option?
0: I'm th- not that he's a better... He's not a better passer. He probably doesn't make better decisions. But he does make plays with his legs. And he does make plays when the moment counts. For some reason, that's when Mitch comes alive. When he, I feel like when Mitch is playing free, you know, like no quote-unquote pressure, yeah. he's like, fuck it. I just got to sling it. I gotta, when his mind is free... In the play of football, I think he plays better. I don't know if that's just me. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass. I do that a lot. Maybe yeah. I'm doing it again. That's you. But that's they were 5-1. and one. F- Three. They were 5-1 and one at one point.
1: Well, Nick Foles won them two games.
0: Yeah, I know. So they were 3-1 and one <laughs> with Mitch. And he yeah, brought them no, back. I agree. I agree with you. This is not working. This is not working. Now, tonight, you're facing a losing team, but a hot team. Yeah. In the Minnesota Vikings, in your division, the, if Foles doesn't, if he doesn't put up points, if he struggles to get twenty points to seventeen points tonight, is it time to pull the plug. I think it's already. They should have all, took him out. They should have never hit. Put him in. Insert him. My opinion. But tonight, if they don't do their thing, if they end up five and five, is it time to pull the plug. Should he just say fuck it? This is this is my job.
1: So we we spoke about it. I don't we we agreed. I don't think he should have been in the game anyway. But I don't think it, it's been time to pull the plug. So like, is it time now? No, he's not going to do it. He's not going to pull the plug. He's lose, not, I'm just talking
0: about after this game.
1: He's not. No, they lose. He's not pulling the plug. He's going to leave. Nick Foles. Do in the you game. think
0: they should pull the plug?
1: Oh yeah, Nick Foles should be gone. Nick Foles should be not be a starter. And I the, and I, I want to talk boards.
0: about this Nick Foles thing a little bit more because it frustrates me. <laughs> And it's our podcast, so whatever. I don't have to (laughs) stick to anything I want. Yeah, say whatever you want. Brett Favre, who is one of my favorite players of all time, even though he fucked over my Jets by playing injured and he wanted to leave us, but whatever, it's the Jets. Brett Favre, one of my all-time favorite players. Recently said on a radio show, because a, a lot of flack's coming towards Carson Wentz, yeah, And it's getting harder and harder to defend Carson Wentz. We're Carson Wentz fans.
1: I like Carson Wentz, yeah.
0: I like Carson Wentz. Also, I think he's been dealt uh, a shitty hand. Some things he needs to work with that hand a little bit. I'm not you know, not yeah. removing any blame from Carson Wentz. But Brett Favre says, you know, I think they... Overall, I'm just going to power phrase it. They made a mistake by keeping Wentz and letting go on foals. Why? Why the fuck does Foles continue <laughs> to get this praise? I know he wanted that. Th- does a Super Bowl. Really? I know. Listen, he played fantastic in that Super Bowl run. He did. I can. I. Whatever the fuck I say on my fucking worthless podcast <laughs> <laughs> will never take that away from him. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He led them in the playoffs when they needed him. He will have a legacy much stronger than I will ever have. Okay. Mm -hmm. I fucking know this. Right. He hasn't fucking done shit outside of that. Nothing. What the fuck has he done? He hasn't done anything. Why is is Brett Favre talking about, like, am I bugging here? Like, the Eagles made the right fucking move by keeping Carson Wentz. Even to this day, even with his struggles, I am keeping Carson Wentz.
1: Yo, Foles has more weapons right now on the Bears and can't do nothing with it. Carson Wentz, like, you got to really understand what, what this team is. It's not because, he, I mean, he has been playing bad, and we're not downplaying that. But also when you're throwing it people who you just got off the practice squad, like, you got and,
0: and you're the most sacked quarterback in the league.
1: Yeah. Like, your running back's constantly getting hurt. There's you're, 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 a different runner behind
0: you every week, pretty much. Like, what are you supposed to do? What what has Nick Foles done (laughs) for this argument to continue to go? I don't understand. Like, I wish my boy Karan was in the chat right now, or I got to talk to him off camera. Like, why the fuck is going on? Like, why do Eagles fans or people have this opinion that they made a mistake by keeping a guy that was this close to winning an MVP? He he was MVP season until he got hurt. I'm going to say this right now and I don't give a fuck because you can't prove me wrong, and I don't give a shit if you use the Super Bowl run as evidence. If that Eagles team was started week one by Nick Foles, I don't know if they even make the playoffs. Probably not. I'm talking about that Super Bowl winning team. That Super Bowl winning team. If Nick Foles, I'm going to say it, call me Idiot Ezra. That's the name of the fucking podcast. If he was the week one starter of that season, I don't know if they make the playoffs. There's a reason why... What they did they at 13 and 3 that year, I believe?
1: Something like that. 12 and 4, 13 and 3. Why
0: he was a MVP candidate, Carson Wentz? I think he got
1: hurt in like week 12 or something like that. And that's when that's when uh
0: and he took over. Yeah. Uh Nick Foles. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I just don't understand this. Carson Wentz, I, he's not playing, obviously he's not an MVP this year.
1: Carson Wentz makes plays with his legs. He has a better arm than Foles. <laughs> like
0: Oh, uh, I, I can say this though. Carson Wentz is still leading his division. <laughs> right? I can say that. Yeah, you definitely can. He's still leading that division, even though they lost to the Giants yesterday. Bad loss. But yeah. I want to say, I think this. I don't think Daniel Jones threw, uh, had a turnover yesterday. No, I don't think he did either. That's two straight weeks. I think the first time in his career, first time in his career, no turnovers. The Giants are on a roll right now. For that division, <laughs> they're one of the hottest teams. You think they got a chance? Matter of fact. The Giants are the hottest team in the NFC East. They're the hottest <laughs> team right now with two straight wins. They may have the longest winning streak. At
1: three and seven, right? Three and seven
0: in the NFC this season. NFC East, they may have the longest winning streak so far. They might at three and seven. They might, and now they're tied. Okay, for second place in that division, and they're I guess technically a half game behind the Eagles. For first place,
1: yeah, they got a stupid ass.
0: They got a tie,
1: stupid ass tie.
0: So, I'm um, aware. in the chat, Wentz will be the in a Jets uniform. That's your Trevor. I have no problem. The Jets having Carson Wentz. He Carson Wentz. Is now, great. obviously, I wouldn't trade the number one pick. I wouldn't trade Trevor Lawrence for basically anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, unless the name is Patrick Mahomes. But Carson Wentz in the Jets jersey, you think? That bothers me. What I have to live through with Joe Flacco coming up again starting this week. Joe, Joey Flax, Joey Flacco. Mark Sanchez. <laughs> Chad Pennington. Vinny Testaverde. Ray Lucas. Rick Meyer. What, wait, wait, wait. Who, Bre- who, who, who holds the most touchdowns in a single season for the Jets? Oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick.
1: Fitzmagic. I, no, Fitzmagic.
0: I have no problem with Carson Wentz being in a Jets jersey. So, Eagles, if you're talking and we don't get the number one pick, come on down. Holla at me. Holla at me. But stop with the Nick Foles shit, Brett Favre. Fuck out of here. You ate my ice cream this week. <laughs> <laughs> You really did. Anything you want to talk about from week 10? Uh any other takeaways from this week 10 that you want to talk about? Uh it kind of talk about like how we always we always been
1: we've been saying it for a couple for a little bit now like how if you're if you have if you have a quarterback and you feel like he's good you still take the quarterback that you want. So like a lot of people were saying the Jets are there they like Sam Darwin, why would you take whatever you take Trevor Lawrence if you there. Same thing with, like, the Giants. If they got the first pick, you take Trevor Lawrence. Because look what happened, and look how much has paid off with the Cardinals. They had Rosen. They, you know, he played like a rookie. You know, he didn't do too well. But they were like, we got the first pick. We're taking Kyler Murray. It don't matter. It don't matter if we got somebody who's got potential at the quarterback. He's young. He was a prospect, a big uh, quarterback prospect coming out of college in that draft. No, we're taking Kyler Murray. And look, it paid off. So anybody who's like, yo, I have this quarterback. We don't need another quarterback. Take the quarterback that's there that you feel like it's going to be really good.
0: Straight up. If the Packers end up with the number one pick for some reason, you still take Trevor Lawrence. Take Trevor Lawrence. (laughs) Now, do you start him over Aaron Rodgers next year? No. No, But you still take Trevor Lawrence.
1: Exactly. You take him.
0: You take Trevor Lawrence. It, it just pays off in the end. It just works out for you. Very nicely, too. Very nicely. I I just don't, man. Week 10 was really uneventful in a lot of ways. But I like how the race is coming up. Like I said, six wins mm-hmm. for six teams in the AFC. The NFC, we'll talk about those those other teams that's in the wild card chase. We got this. the Rams with six wins. Seahawks with six wins. The Buccaneers with seven wins. That's it.
1: That's all three. That's all three wild card spots, right there.
0: Right there, the fourth team with five wins <laughs> and the wild card chase is the Bears. Is the Foles led Bears? I think I might believe in more the Forty ers at four wins than the five win <laughs> Bears.
1: Not, not even that. Like I think I might have more like stay in like maybe Minnesota because they can beat the Bears and here. If they beat them tonight, <laughs> they'll have four wins. Yeah.
0: And it's they already had their
1: buy, so I think they had their buy already.
0: Right? Who? Minnesota. Minnesota, yes, because they're five. and I mean, they're three. Yeah, they had their buy already. And five. They have you know eight games played, and tonight is well, week 10, so should be their ninth game. It is their ninth yeah. game. So, yeah, the NFC is, yeah, I don't Yeah, It's just not exciting. I'm not that big on the NFC this year. I, I keep repeating myself every week. I'm beating this horse yeah. really bad, really bad. Now, I want to end the show on some on a good note. Some little baseball, little baseball. Ooh. Big historic move happened this week. Yep. Kim Um was announced. I think it's Ng? Ng. Ing. Ng. Kim Ing. Kim Ng. I told you I don't know how to pronounce anybody's name. That's why Ing. I have you here.
1: Ng Ing, I think it's like that.
0: Kim, Kim Ing. Yep. Becomes the first woman, first Asian American Yep. to Reign over the general manager position out of the four major sports, and that's fucking awesome. Good shit, Kimmy. And I, th- I think there was some talk that Becky Hammond was actually was supposed to. I think she got a few interviews to become a head she, coach in the NBA. Yep, it's a small wave, but it's coming. Yep. And for those, how can I say, bigots, those fucking assholes out there that have a problem with this, um. You've probably had female bosses in your life. I know I have. In my, you know, industries, and some of them, probably a lot of them, were fucking awesome to me. Pretty cool. Maybe because I have a pretty face. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> that's that's just as bad as the what you just said, as bad as the nickname you gave Murray. I don't know if your face is that pretty.
0: Well, you trying to tell me you told me the first time Margraine Murray was awesome. Anyway, but I've that's not the point that. here. Rewind it Congrats time. to Kim. Derek Jeter, congrats on him making a fucking good move here, making history. And I hope she has some success, not too much because I don't need her win, winning the World Series.
1: Also, yeah, she's in the division with the Mets. I don't want that.
0: You know, maybe you want her to come in second place. Yeah, second
1: is good. Second is good for they you. Had
0: really good. They, they, you know, they they got
1: they're good, but I don't want them to be great.
0: You, I'm with you there. Yeah, man, I mean, they could be great. They could they can meet us in the World Series. But obviously, well, no. I'm going to walk your ass down, Kim. I want your team out of here. You go against my Yankees. And the Mets. Uh, no, you can take down the Mets. Give <laughs> no fucks here. Even though I think it's going to be a new era with the Mets. But what, what I like about the Mets having a new era it gives them new hope. And you want to see that hope get crushed. Yes. It just brings us it's just so sweet just like when the Knicks because we were talking about the NBA draft when they had all that cap space and they thought they were going to sign Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, whoever the hells they thought they were going to sign and they got you, you had to do Bobby this. Portis. Why have to do? <laughs> Baby the hope Straight down the tears. The tears feel so good against my skin.
1: You had to do this. This is something you had to I'm say.
0: just saying I just I just love when you guys have hope. I got mad
1: hope for the eighth pick. And Let's come, go.
0: And it comes crashing down. He's going to be really good. Just like, you know, you got, even though you guys don't really crush on my Jets' hope so much. I actually want you guys
1: to get Trevor Lawrence.
0: Wow. I think that's the. I don't think you need to get me anything for Christmas. That's the nicest <laughs> thing. That was the nicest thing you said to me. <laughs> I actually want you guys to get Trevor Lawrence. That's the nicest thing you said to me. So that he don't come out it and is. play
1: for you, motherfuckers. <laughs>
0: You're gonna be like, Yo, you know what? I'm going back to college, man. I don't know what The nicest you thing guys. you said to me in years. I'm gonna that one sentence. I'm gonna edit out, save it, <laughs> keep it as a soundbite. <laughs> that was magic, right there, baby. I appreciate that, Mike. I think that's a wonderful way to end the podcast. And I, right. you know, I really, really had the pleasure of doing this show with you tonight. <laughs> It's very nice. I hope you come back next week. <laughs> go, go Bills. <laughs> you said mac and cheese was your favorite dish, right? The best. You got me? I got, keep saying things like that. <laughs> you know what? You could do me. You could do me. A fa- Matt, no, I don't want you to wear them. I was going to say, why don't you wear some like Trevor Lawrence locks for me on the podcast, on the <laughs> stream? But I am i don't want you to wear it. I want to wear it myself. You are. You
1: probably so look better. I,
0: I want to play with it. <laughs> play with those locks. So thank you, everyone that's been listening. Unwary, thank you for listening and watching on the live stream. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please like and subscribe and review. Give us all the love you can. And, Michael, thank you again. Thank you for pouring me my tequila before the show. And if you can't be good, be the baddest. Oh, also, I must announce this Friday, There won't be an episode of Freedom Friday for the next two weeks. One, because I'm going to Mexico. Oh, yes. And next week I'm going to see family and enjoy some Thanksgiving. And I hope you do the same. But we'll have one more show before the Thanksgiving holiday edition comes here on Idiot Ezra and Buenos Nachos.